Hey, 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 welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, uh, recording this for the New Story Podcast. The uh, Energy Report is a weekly roundup of what's going on with the astrological influences, and this week we're looking at October the 19th to the 25th. Um, So every week I like to pick a theme, I like to choose a tarot card, and I like to pick a ritual as well as going through any major transits that are coming up. And this week the theme I've chosen, the affirmation, the mantra, if you will, is I trust in the mystery of life. I trust in the mystery of life. So obviously that's hard for us all to do, especially now. There's so many variables. Uh, We don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, Oftentimes we're projecting fears and um, suffering from past experiences into the future. Um, So this week the theme is that we really trust in that undisclosed information, you know, that we trust in the unfolding of of what's presented to us. Um, You know, most times when things were going on in my life, that were stressful. I couldn't imagine sometimes like the uh, amazing ways that life could kind of come full circle for me. Um, But it has done many times. Um, And I would say in my personal experience that the unfoldment of my life, the mystery of my life has always moved me forward in what I would call a positive direction. Um, And so this is all about trusting in that mystery, um, having faith in yourself. And of course, this week is really all about practical self-care as this entire Venus in Virgo season has been about. The tarot card, which we'll talk a little bit more about. Tarot card this week is the Two of Cups. We definitely haven't had a card with vibes this good in a while. Um, Twos relate to... uh, receptivity, balance, preparation, and cups reflect our emotional lives. So um, this is a happy and loving card to receive. The situations we have in our lives around love are healing, is what this card is telling us. Um, We've been preparing ourselves, preparing our bodies, our hearts, and spirits to be vessels for greater activity in love. Um, Love is the life force of the universe. It doesn't belong to a boyfriend um, or a parent. Um, They don't hold the purse strings of our love. Love is the life force of the universe, and it's available to us at all times. It is us. It's us. Um, This card is asking us to recognize our bonds with others, to really work on them. You know that this is a time to really work on our connections with others, that there's a great deal of healing available, that there's a great deal of love available. Um, It might not look the way you thought it was going to. It might feel different and awkward sometimes. It might be kind of scary for sure. Um, But there's something going on with our bonds with others at this time that is exquisitely profound and special and healing. Um, So this is a card that helps us to cement our relationships, to really work together with others. Um, There's so much beauty to be had when we join with others. In any capacity, this can be friendships. This can be um, even in some ways work relationships. Sometimes two heads are better than one. You know, sometimes when you've got like someone who's very opposite from you um, and you're sharing energy between you, um, 
we're giving one another what that other person may need. You know, we're giving them uh, ideas, inspiration. Um, yeah, we're showing them how to maybe be embodied in a more whole way. So this is a really good time to work on our collaborations this week, to overcome our fears of connecting with others, um, to accept the shared experience, and to know that there is a tremendous amount of power in our connections with others at this time. On a little bit of a different note, the ritual this week is to be a body. So are you feeling scattered, restless, anxious, unable to focus or concentrate, not creative? Are you feeling disconnected from your sexuality? Um, are you kind of relying on substances a lot? Um, it's time to get in your body. So those are all signs that you're not fully in your body. Um, getting in your body, it's not the same as exercise or fitness. Uh, it's about the conscious act of being human and connecting with your physical carrier. There's a difference between being in stillness in your body uh, and being present to that and laying down and binge watching TV, okay? No, I'm not talking shit on binge watching TV. I mean, I definitely uh, do that sometimes. I'm just saying that's not true relaxation. True re relaxation and true centeredness is a presence. It's a presence that you are being present to your body. So, you know, whatever anxiety might come when you're sitting in that stillness, um, we want to be present enough to check in with what's going on with us, to let those energies move through us, to nurture it, to be able to choose if it's something that we uh, to choose how we work with it, right? So a lot of times we're not even choosing, we're just like in a state of anxiousness and then we're distracting and we're putting, you know, weed on it or alcohol on it or whatever, sex on it, and we're not actually sitting and going, hmm, I wonder where this discomfort is coming from or I wonder how to nurture this discomfort in a way that um, actually leads to me feeling less anxious and more centered. So this ritual this week, you're going to take five minutes every day or whatever days you can at any point. I think in the morning is really wise, but it's up to you. And the ritual is before you get out of bed, you're going to sit up, you're going to straighten your spine. So you're going to really let your spine be straight. You might have to like pull your shoulders down and back a little bit. So you're not rigid, um, you're centered. You might drop your chin a little bit and raise the back of your neck. Um, you want to feel your butt on the mattress or the seat. So I'm just like really tuning in, tuning into my butt right now, everybody. You're really tuning into your butt. That energy of sitting on the seat beneath you. Your spine is nice and straight. You're tuning into your legs on the ground, your feet on the ground. I'm pushing my feet into the ground. I'm feeling the pads the heels of my feet on the, on the earth. I'm feeling into the joints, the muscles, feeling the muscles wrapping around the bones in my legs. I'm feeling into my hips, the connections. I'm breathing in deeply. 
I'm letting my belly just protrude out outward. Just be like soft and round like a baby belly. I'm just sitting with myself. If I notice anywhere that's tense, like my, my forehead right now, just letting that go. I'm letting my tongue soften in my mouth. Just being present to my body. So this is the ritual, really. That's it. That's how to be a body. It's not super complicated. Already, I'm like, whoa, I feel so grounded in my body. It's hard to come back onto the energy report. Um, this is an opportunity to be with yourself, to be with your body as a sacred vessel for your life experience. Um, if you don't leave a five-minute or two-minute meditation even feeling grounded and more like embodied, more at peace, um, go back into it. Go back into it. If you were like the entire time, you're like, I'm going to get up and do this thing. You're not really present. Okay, so push through that. Really take the opportunity. Um, go back into the space and stay there until you feel that sense of just like the lack of urgency to go and do literally anything else. Okay. Breathe through that until you find that space of peace and it doesn't take very long. All right, friends. So, Again, October 19th to the 25th, Monday, October 19th, we've got a bunch of shit going on. We've got um, Mars in Aries retrograding still, square Jupiter, planet of expansion and gifts. Uh, it's uh, in conflict with that in Capricorn. And then we've got Venus in Virgo, though, trine Jupiter in Capricorn. So that's like a harmonious uh, transit. So one of the major themes of 2020 is letting go of using goals, work, doing, action, acknowledgement, achievement, any of those things to validate our worth. So you're not just lovable and worthy of your romantic relationships when you're in service to your partners, right? Like if you're doing everything, you're of service, that doesn't make you a lovable partner. You don't need to save anyone or be a hero to be valuable and worthy. Um, you are more than the sum of your ability to do your job well or have a career. Okay, right now, um, we feel really limited in what we can achieve because Mars, which is our planet of action, and uh, it's retrograde, it's inward. So with Mercury retrograde plus a pandemic plus an election year, Emotionally, we're really fucking frazzled. It doesn't feel definitely, it doesn't feel that we're like moving forward with any kind of gusto right now. It's definitely like a really slow pace and a lot of unknown going on. None of us can really pinpoint what the fuck is going on in our lives. Um, our goals really need reworking and this energy is helping us to do that. It's helping us to simplify. It's helping us to stop relying on our achievements and our goals and our um you know, what we do to tell us that we're good and lovable and worthy. Um, so our goals, they need reworking, they need simplifying, and they just can't be about status. They can't be about events like marriage, kids, or promotions anymore. 
We are getting to know the fact that all of us are worthy because we exist. Just because we exist, period. Just like a baby is born, we're not like, well, I'll take care of your needs and I'll love you like if you fucking work a full-time job and like take care of everybody around you and be super, super baby. No, we're like, oh my gosh, you exist. So I'm going to fucking nurture you. I'm going to provide love for you. Um, and we need to be treating ourselves this way too. Venus in Virgo is trying to drive home the need for practical self-care. Uh, back to basics, focusing on the full-time job of making sure your physical needs are met. Like, what am I eating? How am I resting? Uh, what's my hygiene practice right now? Is the balance of giving and receiving right for me in my life? Do I work to live or live to work? What are my beliefs around money? What are the signs really telling you? This is a day that can go either way. If you're good at giving yourself limitations and restrictions that are healthy, like being a good parent to yourself, you might see some magic happening today with that trine, that Virgo, Venus and Virgo trining our lucky planet. Um, you know, um, it's possible that your individual experience is feeling quite lucky on this day, or at the very least, you're having really a deep sense of faith in your needs being met. Um, if you're still in some tension, like some stuff is falling apart around you, then the message is that you really need to bring your self-care down to earth and make it your number one focus, the practical things. What am I eating? How am I resting? How am I taking care of myself? Am I just able to be a body and sit with myself? Um, you know, so we've got to make that practical self-care a number one focus, as well as defining a new vision for ourselves when it comes to our practical values that lets us be valuable, worthy, and lovable, regardless of if we've got a six-figure job or we've got the house, the kids, the partner. Um, it has to be centered in the present moment. I am worthy as I am right now for no other reason than I exist. Okay. So moving on. Let's look at Wednesday, the 21st of October. We've got Venus in Virgo trining Pluto in Capricorn. Venus is our value, our worth, romance. Um, in Virgo, it's exceptionally practical. It's of service. It wants to help. It's like focused on the day-to-day -day details that sometimes um, are absolutely wonderful acts of love as well. You know, sometimes those simple, practical uh, details are magic acts of love. Um, my personal placement is Venus in Virgo. I love, I love to, to serve, ultimately. You know, it's how I show love. Like, I love to um, do very practical things, and I think a lot of my healing work is about that as well. Um, but I'm the type of person who is going to, like, wash the dishes and fucking enjoy washing the dishes, you know? Um, some of those sort of, like, practical things that don't seem very romantic, but, you know, um, sometimes that is such a gift. Um, so on Wednesday the 21st, we've got Venus in Virgo, and it's trining. So this is a really harmonious uh, transit. It's trining Pluto in Capricorn. Um, so continuing on yesterday's themes, this time, or on Monday's themes, 
this time we're really in this healthy transit with Pluto, which we haven't really felt very much recently. We've felt a lot of tension from Pluto, who's the big detective in the sky, wants to transform things. Um, so this healthy transit is leading to flow in transformation, power, money, and love. Trines are the best transits between planets. Um, it means that they're really working together and they're understanding each other. So we're able to intuit clearly what's going on with this transit. We're able to see our own motivations and the motivations of others. Um, and perhaps today is a day you can really see where you need to let go of control and participate in life fully as a means of experiencing more love in your life. Under this transit, we are really good at using our resources in healthy ways, um, money and, and all of that stuff. Our relationships are also going to benefit from this transit, especially if we understand romance as a vehicle for our own growth and evolution and not just a stationary goal about possession. Those idealistic views that we have about romance and like, you know, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow are not realistic. Like we, relationships are ways to see, to evolve, to see more deeply into ourselves. Um, can they be uh, more peaceful than strenuous? For sure. And I think like that's the mark of a good relationship. If you enjoy your time with somebody more than the difficulties that may arise, which are going to arise because we're just human beings going through a tough experience. Of course, they're going to arise. We're constantly changing and evolving and our situations are constantly changing and evolving. So if we... Um, if we see our relationships as an avenue for growth and we're not idealizing them and we're allowing them to, to really change us, you know, and grow us, um, and we're understanding that, then this energy is really helpful to that because we're able to really use uh, what, might be, what we might be experiencing in our, in our relation, romantic relationships with others to really fucking level up. You know, to fucking level up who you are and what you're doing in the world. Um, there's a magnetic, intense, passionate energy here. This is like a hot and heavy day, I would say. Um, on the flip side, you know, if you are super clear and you're vibing on this energy, you know, others might be extremely intimidated by the clarity and inner power that you possess. You know, when you're harnessing these themes for yourself of like breaking down all old barriers to feeling valuable and worthy and like moving through life with a sense of faith and self-confidence. Um, you know, that can be scary to other people who aren't there. So they might react in a tough way. Um, try to stay authentic and upfront and try not to take it personally. Um, other people's stuff is coming from where they are at and we just kind of have to rise above it sometimes, you know? It's like they're not, um, everybody's doing the best they can from the perspective that they are holding. Thursday, the 22nd of October, we've got the sun entering Scorpio. So we've got happy birthday, Scorpio. Get ready, everyone, for things to get even more sexy, intense, passionate, controlling, emotional. Scorpio season is about committing to intimacy and closeness, to being vulnerable as an ultimate strength, um, Scorpio has deep intensity and drive. And sometimes, you know, I think that we've got to understand that failure 
is a meaningful part of success. Um, no inventor hit it out of the park on the first go. You know, there's trial and error. And we mustn't get stuck in the errors, okay? Like in, in the relationships, the jobs, the avenues that didn't work well for us. Uh, we still learned a lot. We still retained a lot of wisdom. It was still meaningful to our growth. We still are honing, oh, well, maybe that's actually what I, not what I wanted. We're honing a vision of what we really want. Um, so this Scorpio season, we want to be really present to our hurts and those hurts of the collective consciousness, like those past experiences, like not just like sticking it down and not feeling our feelings. We want to be really present to the kind of griefs that we're holding, the kind of discomfort that we're holding. But we don't want to let the fear of repeating the same patterns make us stuck. So if you had a messy breakup at some point, of course it's going to make you have trepidation around connecting with others and being with someone else. Or let's say you saw your parents like not have a good relationship, an unhappy relationship. That can make you afraid of um, connecting on a deeper level with people because you're still holding those hurts. But don't let those kind of fears stop you from engaging with other people and from really like living your fucking life, you know, and, and, and to be present for like the opportunities that are in front of you. Um, during Scorpio season, there is a death and rebirth quality to the energy. Um, in the natural world, you know, we see the leaves falling and decomposing. We see the natural world getting very quiet and internal. It is safe and it's necessary to go with these times of rest and transformation. Um, however, we do sometimes see in Scorpio season suicidal tendencies, obsessions, need for control, addictions becoming more prevalent. And this is because people are stifling a lot of old trauma and the resistance to it is what creates this deep depression or anxiety. Whereas if you feel through your feelings, you really embody them and feel them. Let's say like when you have like a massive um, crying fit, you actually have a sense of peace. You actually have a sense of release afterward. You can move on to a different emotion. So yeah, we sometimes have these like, um, some of these really uh, difficult aspects through Scorpio season of obsessions and suicide and fear of death creating, making us want to be even more controlling about um, our experience here. Um, if you focus on your practical self-care, you know, how am I eating every day? Eating really, really well, staying away from substances, um, eliminating toxins from your diet and your body, um, helping your body to process toxins out and have a healthy body, eliminating toxic situations and people from your life. I promise you, although something will transform, you are going to get through this season. Um, we all are. The um, What a powerful time. A Mercury retrograde, also in Scorpio. During this election period... I mean, it's fucking wild. Um, all right, so that's what we've got for our collective identity, the sun, for the next few weeks in Scorpio. Saturday, the 24th of October, we got Venus in Virgo trining Saturn in Capricorn. Another really lovely um, transit. This is harmonious. 
helpful. Are you ready to commit? Uh. Uh. What did she say? Ew. No. Um, this is a helpful and harmonious transit, and it's giving us that added oomph to commit to being the authority in our own lives. So this transit might mean going all in with a relationship. It could be. It could be that you go, you know what? Fuck my fears. I'm going to fucking try this and see what happens. Um, or it could just be as easily you committing to yourself on a deeper level, too. Saturn is the planetary father. And as a loving father would protect yourself by having good boundaries, by not putting yourself in situations with dicks, you know, by walking away from people who are fucking abusive. Um, give yourself good boundaries. Be of service to love. Uh, facilitate more love in your life. Restrict any behaviors that make you feel uh, unworthy or unlovable. And, you know, the divine masculine, which is what we would hope the father to be, um, makes time to be present, to play, to encourage. It's not all about just working and providing safety. It's also about, um, yeah, showing up in a really loving and encouraging manner. Wherever you get the inspiration to commit to uh, this week, fucking go for it. The time is now. Finally, we've got Sunday, the 25th of October. And on this day, we've got the sun. Collective identity is conjunct Mercury which is retrograding, they're both in Scorpio. So when something is conjunct, it's a, they're at the same degree. They're right on top of each other. So on this day, the ego and the mind are aligned. But depending on the quality of those energies for each of us, it may manifest as ease or discomfort. Um, can we evolve the way we speak and think in our collective conscious? So it's easy to look out at the world that we're living in and think, whoa, that's fucking ugly. There's nothing that could change the amount of ugliness in this fucking world. But remember, though, humanity has come a really long way <laughs> in terms of understanding, empathy, intellect. I mean, you and I have the ability to harness these qualities because somebody fought for them for fucking thousands of years. Um in a world that was even more violent and even more unsafe than today. So we are uncovering the shadow of our collective, the choices, the beliefs, and we're reworking them. Does it happen fast enough? No. Is it still fucking ugly? Yes. This day, however, is a great day to really think about that, to think about like how far we've come, but also how far we need to go. Um, it's a great day for communication to see where we may, may inadvertently be adding to the violence of communication that exists. So withholding communication can be violence, not saying anything. And sometimes um, the way that we say things, the projection, you know, how we, uh, if we use language to shame or blame or um, judge others, that can be adding to the violence. Um, so this is a day when we're kind of considering like our part in that and how we communicate with ourselves, and how it shifts the way that we feel about our identity, how we communicate with ourselves. If I'm constantly saying, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a fucking loser, then my identity is going to be, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a loser. Okay. How does your thought process really add to your identity? Does it uplift you? Does it encourage you? Or does it keep you stuck? 
feeling unlovable and unworthy and thus not powerful in your life force. If your life force is love, anything that is distracting you from that is making you leak power and is um, not helping any of us. It's like that's when we become not in our purpose, is when we are not in this uh, intrinsic act of love by embodying life force energy, which is love. So today is a great day for communication. We can better make sense of the changes that the collective needs to make in terms of transforming our ego with oneness. We're all one. As with the entire retrograde review period, we want to watch for accidents happening. We want to watch for projected anger and aggression. We want to slow down and be careful with transportation and technology. We want to be clear in our words and avoid projecting our suffering onto other people um, or being a vessel for projection from others. No is a full sentence. You always have the right to walk away if you need to, if someone is being uh, very aggressive with you. You don't have to explain yourself in places where people don't have the ability to understand or see from a higher perspective. Um, and it's up to all of us to adapt as we need to or, uh, or communicate clearly as we need to. That's the energy report for this week. Thanks to all of our supporters and patrons who help uh, support the availability of this information in its different formats. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next week. Sending you all lots of love, and uh, yeah, take good, good care of yourself. Okay, bye-bye.